welcome to a special bonus episode of Scuba Obsessed. I bet you're a little surprised to see an extra show in the feed this week. We have a special guest, Sebastian Moratz, being interviewed by Danea Buckingham. So without any further ado, here's Danea. Hey everybody at Scuba Obsessed, it's Danea again, and I've been in the south of France for the past week and a half working on the French job. Thank you again everybody for your votes and promoting me to get the role of the English blogger. A uh, bit of a treat for you guys. I'm here with the man himself, Sebastian Murat. Hey, everybody at Scuba Obsessed. It sounds obsessed. Ah, Obs- sounds very fanatical. Wow. Just like me. <laughs> Just like you. Um, and although we can't be live with you guys uh, to talk with the hosts, we're going to record a little interview for you um, so you can at least hear a bit more about Seb. Uh, so, you said you're fanatical. When did you start? Yeah, I guess so. I, well, I became fanatical. I started very late in the game. I, I was like 27 or 28, I think. And uh, the good thing is it's one of those sports you can start quite late in the game. It's very forgiving like that, like very unlike many other sports. Yeah. You laughed at me when I said it was scuba obsessed because you are obviously it's all right. a I used free scuba, I, I used to teach scuba did for you? Like 15 years or so. Yeah. Where did you On teach? On the Great Barrier Reef. Very cool. What yeah. brought you into free diving? Uh, poor, look, I was, I was a bit of an athlete, I guess, before that, uh, doing track and field, and just, uh, I got too many hits, injuries, and uh, so I had to make a switch, and, uh, you know, water medium's kind of low impact on the joints, so I kind of made the switch, and I was very fit, so I could hold my breath quite a long time, and it was pretty easy, natural progression. How long do you hold your breath for? Can you hold your breath for? Look, I, well, at, at the time when you know, if you start talking about packing your lungs full of air and stuff like that, I could, I, my best was like three months into it. I was like eight minutes. After that, I got better, but I, I never really got interested in just sitting around holding my breath. I didn't see the application. So, uh, but now uh, I do dives on what we call empty lungs, and these are. Uh, you know, active dives. I'm not just like floating around in the swimming pool um, or, or on the couch at home. And these are dives that at, at extreme would be like four minutes long. So, you know, that involves swimming, obviously. So that's, yeah, it's, it's a long time, I guess. Awesome. I told everybody at Scuba Obsessed what I could find of your technique yeah. um, and how it, you know, is different from maybe other freedivers yeah. when I was talking to them before. Could you elaborate a little bit so it's from the horse's mouth? Yeah, like it's it's a really simple strategy. It's a, it's a diving strategy employed by a wide range of animals. It's a universal strategy, you know, reptiles, diving reptiles, uh, diving birds, diving mammals use it. And the essence of it is really uh, to minimize energy consumption. Gases underwater cause problems. And one of the things that this strategy allows you to do is to minimize energy, but there's also these um, benefits, side effects that uh, involve, well, you don't have narcosis. Presumably, you have a much reduced risk of decompression illness. And... um, and also reduce risk of shallow water blackout. So it's more of a natural, harmonious way to dive without all the pathological effects that you would typically experience if you were diving on full lungs. 
Awesome. And you've been doing that over the past two weeks. We've been in on 12 TV years, event. actually. Well, <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. for the past 12 years. But um, you've been sort of, what? why the French job? Why these two weeks of, of sort of... Yeah, so, I mean, essentially, the, the aim of this dive was to... The, the free diving, let's call it free diving world, is, is pretty small, but uh, it's it uses techniques that I essentially, to be quite... Um, blatant, uh, factual, uh, pathological, right? If you go dive, free dive, you, you have a lot of risks, you know, and a lot of people die each year. So my approach was, you know, I, I didn't like that. And um, uh, a, f- a couple of divers that, that I know also use this technique now, and I thought there's some merit in it, so we could probably uh, put it on a platform and maybe promoted but not in a heavy way just you know this is what we're doing this is what you can do with it and it's not necessary to do all this exotic stuff with all these adverse side effects so it's a promotional thing but you know the record you know i'm still kind of i'm still programmed for competition to some extent so it would have been nice uh didn't happen lots of challenges technical challenges hurdles obstacles that we faced and at the end of the day it, it didn't eventuate but yeah, that's okay. There will be other days. Yeah, definitely. Um, has anything, when you say that, you know, there will be other days, has anything changed in your style or your system or your technique um, over these past two weeks? You know, we came here, I have a very very um, simple approach. I would try to reduce all extraneous kind of things, you know, simple, stupid recipe, uh, really reduced to its bare essentials and still, still, we could have made it even simpler and we had a lot of failure of the equipment, not so much the system, but like shackles and things, carabiners couldn't handle the weights that we were throwing at it. So, um, I mean, these are unknowns. You don't know until you do it. And, uh, but I mean, logistically, would I come back to South of France to do this? I, I would seriously rethink about the weather, you know, maybe that we, we got hammered by that continuously. So that's frustrating. But we still need to do this in places that afford logistical assistance and, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe the States next year. Okay. Yeah, Maybe cool. the Caribbean somewhere. Have you dived in the States before? No, I haven't actually. So, you know, maybe I should probably go there instead. These guys do a lot on the Great Lakes. Okay. Um, and they often dive in freshwater yep. as well. So they've got a lot of the old wooden shipwrecks yep, yep. and stuff like that. Well, I, I live on the Baltic, so it's practically like brackish freshwater. So it's very similar. Awesome. Um, very cool. Well, that sounds, it sounds like it's been a productive two weeks. I mean, it sounds like, you know. Yeah, it's a huge learning curve. Yeah. Like exponential, really. And uh, I mean, a lot of frustration. The guys are really, really tired because they went really hard. And uh, like today, the boat failed, you know, like we lost the steering on the boat. So, you know, you can't plan for that. That's just, that's the slap in the heads you get. That's it. There's so many variables with it. And I mean, ultimately, you know, what you could do is come here and experience it and try it out and, you know, work on what you do. That's right. So for that, and I mean, for me, it's been amazing and getting to go out on the boat and see how you do oh, what so you do. You went do scuba diving yesterday. I went That's scuba right. diving yesterday. You were in the water, right? And yeah. it is really cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is the other thing, you know. We came here, it was like 22, 23 degrees. And uh, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but you can do the calculation. And uh, within the space of three days, it dropped like to 14 this morning. Like, So it's very hard to plan for dives when you, you, know, you don't know what you're going to go into. Absolutely. I mean, that's the that's 
well, the curse and the beauty of the sport, That's I guess. Right. Sometimes yeah. you get a perler and other times it's sterile. Just have to be flexible. Awesome. Um, any advice on free diving? Beginners, advanced, whatever you want to throw no, in the pot? Stick to scuba diving. <laughs> no, seriously. Awesome, after their own hearts. <laughs> no, I mean, the advice is, um, I mean, there's plenty of instructors out there nowadays, knowledgeable. So, you know, like scuba, just do your course. And, um, and there's lots of information on the net. So if you dig around, self-educate yourself. I'm sure you progress pretty quickly. It's it's not rocket science. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you've given me some awesome information that I've put up on the French Job website yeah. uh, as well, so they can hop on there and most of the read my blog too. So I'll yeah. copy that info. Over I mean, and, you know, just to let people know, you know, to be able to do this, you don't have to have these extraordinary capacities. You know, you just have to have a, your head screwed on. So. Yeah. Which is hard for some people, but well, <laughs> what can you do? No one, no one listening to this podcast, obviously. Um, so, what do you think is next in the world of freediving? Is it a you know an insurgence in your technique? Is it? Hmm. Well, I mean, freediving is one of those. It's called a sports now. I guess it's it's an organised sport, and it's one of those sports that where world records are probably broken at least once or twice a year, right? And because it's still kind of new, you know, it hasn't kind of fully. The dust hasn't fully settled. So you're going to see more world records, but, you know, essentially it's more of the same. And um, the, the guys are going deeper and deeper, so the problems are being magnified. And I think in the long term, or even in the short term, I don't think we can sustain that kind of approach much longer because we're just losing too many people, um, you know, that they die, basically, or they get put off because of the risks involved. So the approach has to be rethought, and I think you've got to look on the other side of the fence and see what you know, animals are doing, and, and maybe just think about it a bit. I think there's lots of scope, lots of potential, but we can't keep going like the, the way we have. It's just numbskull kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Do you think it'll become along the lines of what scuba is now, where people travel for it and enjoy it for what it is, rather than uh, already, competition? It, it, it already is, you know. Okay. So people are really interested in diving particular locations, uh, and not necessarily competitions, you know. Not one, not everyone wants to get personal records, but and, and in some extent, it's not very healthy to do that because of the risks involved. So. Um, if you take yourself to the limit, you, you may overstep that limit. So I, I think you're going to see more package deals involving free diving holidays and so on. And um, I, I'm certainly more interested in that side as well. It's much more pleasurable. Yeah, yeah. awesome. And for you, what's next? Aha, uh-huh. more of the same. <laughs> I just keep going. I don't know. And it's just like spin that wheel, see where she lands. And. Um, I don't have any rigid plans. I'm pretty flexible, pretty open to projects. So I like having projects. you got to have projects to keep your motivation up. Um, so, I don't know, next challenge, we'll see. Some some new location, I don't know, exploration of some sort. Yeah, awesome. Still in, still in free diving, you want to keep Yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, you know, that's my medium. So I wouldn't go out there and reinvent myself all over again. It's pretty hard work. Cool. Well, I know personally I look forward to following your progress and I think all the guys on, on Scuba Obsessed do as well. So where can we keep uh, tabs on yourself? Well, I mean, I have a freediving website, I guess, where I teach courses, um, Freediving Australia. Um, but other than that, 
if you're looking for information, I would probably recommend, there's a few forums, but uh, Deeper Blue is probably the main the main actor in in the freediving world, uh, as, uh, in terms of English-speaking countries, yeah. There's a few in France and Italy, but um, Deeper Blue is pretty much central. I think you probably find me there now and then. I, I don't spend too much time on the net because I'm too busy diving, but yeah. Cool. And I mean, if anybody's got any massive questions, you guys can shoot me an email on my blog and I'll pass it on to Seven and yeah, maybe he'll answer, answer when he... Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank you very much. You're I think welcome. you've got a party to get to. So do I. Yeah. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you, Seb and Danea. Make sure you check out scubaobsessed.com to find out links talked about during the interview. Scuba Obsessed records every Thursday. Make sure you tune in live. We thank you for listening. And until next time, go out there and get wet and dive safe.